Recently, in my Fearless Writing newsletter, I asked, what's the hard part of writing? What is the hard part? What gums you up? It's what I ask my students at the end of every Fearless Writing workshop. And I got some interesting responses, including this one from Martha, who said, I get a fun and interesting idea about what to write next, but then have a hard time figuring out how to make a complete story out of that interesting idea. It splits off into too many different directions. I'm going through that right now. I hope my new idea will settle down and let me tell it. Settle down. That's really, it's a great question. I get this a lot. First thing we want to understand about great ideas, we have to trust, we have to believe that everything the story will become is contained within that idea, just like the seed that grew my apple tree. It's in my backyard. It's three stories tall. 20 feet wide. Well, it started with just a little, it started with a seed and everything that tree would become was in that seed. Everything your story will become is in that seed too. So it's not your job to figure something out. It's not the story's job to settle down and let you tell it. No, no. It's your job. It's our job to settle down and tell, discover what that story wants to become. Now that's very abstract language. I understand. But let's look at specifically what Martha asked, how the story seems to split off in a bunch of different directions. Okay, you get an interesting idea. I'm guessing that when that idea came to Martha, she started writing and was very excited by it, started following it. She was enthusiastic. She was curious. She was interested. And then she reached a point where she didn't know what would happen next, whether she outlines or not, that will happen. That's going to happen in every story we write, particularly if if you're writing a novel. And I believe she does. I believe she writes novels. What do we do when we don't know what comes next? I think our growth as writers is determined by how we handle that moment. What comes next? A couple things about that moment. All right. First of all, when you don't know what comes next, you have to trust that the right answer will come. If you don't trust the answer will come, that distrust closes the door on where the ideas come from. Now, probably when we reach the end of what we've got, reach the end of the current understanding of the idea of the story we're telling, we've probably tried different things and we didn't like them. And now we start worrying. Now we start doubting that the answer will come. How do we know also if it's the right answer, right? How do we know if we're following the story or trying to manufacture the story, trying to just put something down. Well, the only way I know how to tell the difference is by paying attention to whether I'm exerting effort or not. In other words, the right idea, the right next scene, the right next sentence should be effortless. If I try to force an idea in, force a character to do something that they don't want to do, force a word into a sentence even, I will experience resistance. When I'm sitting there thinking at the page, I'm not so much, I don't really see it as thinking, as just testing. Is there resistance or is there no resistance? Is there resistance? Is there no resistance? There's no resistance when... I write, I come up with an idea that is the natural next uh, step for a story. And there's certainly no resistance when I'm interested in something. Ah, You see, Martha started interested. There was no resistance there. She was excited. How can there be resistance to our own excitement? There isn't. There's no resistance when we want to follow something. 
But again, we reach the end and we're not sure where it goes next. And that's when we have to sit there with the story idea that we have, what we know of it so far, and trust that something will come. And when ideas come, we have to test them. And if they don't feel right, if it doesn't feel effortless, we have to be honest with ourselves and say, no, that's not it. Let me wait. Let me think about how much I love the story. Let me think about how interesting it is. And let me wait for what wants to come next. Not what I think should come next. What wants to come next? I have to allow it to be anything. When I say what should happen next, I have to let it be anything as long as it's right. Now, this may seem to be the source of Martha's other complaint, which is that it goes off in all different directions, but it's not. What happens is when we reach that moment and we don't know what should happen next, sometimes, essentially, we get ideas for other stories, really. In other words, an idea comes along that's really interesting, but it's not a part of that story, but it is interesting. And so we feel no resistance in following it, but now we're going in a new direction. You see, we have to know the difference between a story that's a, an idea that's a part of this story, so it's the natural next step, and one that simply sends us off in a new direction and we follow it just so we can have something, so we can follow something without resistance. We have to be disciplined at that moment. You do know the difference and you can start feeling the difference as you write. You can start feeling the difference between forcing something and letting something going and starting something brand new and continuing what you already had. It's totally a felt experience. I get it. But that's the only way I know how to write. I don't, you know, think about how ideas come to you. Martha had an interesting idea. Well, that idea arrived to her, didn't it? Just like it comes to all of us. It comes to us and we go, oh, yes, I like that idea. I want to follow it. So too, when you're stuck in the middle of a story, you don't know what comes next. And then when the idea comes that shows you the way forward, it's always discovery, isn't it? We always say, oh, right, right. Oh, of course. It, it's like we have discovered it. We've seen something that already existed. That's how it always feels to me. The right answer always existed already. That's the feeling I want. That's how I know. It's the only way I know. No one can tell you. I can't tell Martha how to write her book. It's in her. I don't know. The seed is in her. But only she can grow it. Only you can grow it. So that's how I take an interesting idea and develop it. I pay attention to how I feel. Resistance versus effort. Effortlessness versus effort. And is it connected or disconnected? And it's a felt thing. And the more you pay attention to it, the more you are able to do it quickly. It's a felt thing, but all of writing is a felt thing. We're writing about the felt experience of life. We're always tuning into how we feel as we write. It's what we do. But the story is inside you. Only you know how to tell it. And only you are in communication with that story. It came to serve you. The story came to serve you. But then, in order to gain what you can from that story, you have to be in service to it. Let it lead you. Let it lead you where it wants to go. And you'll know the difference. You'll know the difference if you pay attention to how you feel. And there's nothing wrong with caring about how you feel. That's a lesson writing has taught me again and again and again. So, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. What's the hard part of writing, huh? Well, what's the hard part of writing? I want to know. Let me know, whether it's through email or in comments. And if you like these little podcasts, click subscribe. Love to hear from you. So, till next week, this is Bill Knauer. Stay fearless.